Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Welcome to This Week Health. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Today, we have an interview in action from the 2023 Spring Conferences Vive in Nashville and HIMSS in Chicago. Special thanks to our partners, CDW, Rubric, Sectra, and Trellix for choosing to invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. You can check them out on our website, thisweekhealth.com. Now, on to this interview. All right, here we are from HIMSS 2023 out of Chicago. I'm here in one of the coolest booths on the floor. You guys have, oh my, really cool stuff going. I have Drexel Ford, everybody knows, with CrowdStrike, Todd Felker, also with CrowdStrike. You keep this guy straight on the yeah. straight and narrow? Yeah, I, I, I keep him in line and he's a former CIO, I'm a former CISO, so we play off each other quite well. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. We all talk about what we used to do. I know. Our former, former. Actually, yeah, yeah. But, but we're doing some really interesting things now. The trucks, I have you on the show a lot, and we don't talk about CrowdStrike enough because you guys are doing a lot of really cool things. And <laughs> and you, like, hesitate to talk about it, but I'm going to force you to talk about it. Okay. And that's why we brought Todd in here to keep you honest and give us that perspective. All right. What's, what's CrowdStrike doing these days? Man, I'll tell you, I mean, for us, a big part of the work today is about resilience and the ability to, a lot of organizations, when we sit down and talk to them, talk about resiliency from the perspective of we've been breached or there's been a breach, how do we recover from that breach? And we talk about resiliency from the perspective of you can have lots of tiny cybersecurity incidents. As long as you catch them and kill them inside of 60 minutes, odds are really great. Bad guy doesn't move from the first machine to the second machine. And if they can't move laterally, they can't actually cause major outages in clinical or defensive research systems. So for us, resiliency is about this model that we built in CrowdStrike called 11060. Falcon Complete is a capability of managed detection and remediation capability that we do with health systems across the country and around the where we focus on being able to detect a problem in a minute, in 10 minutes we do an investigation, and in 60 minutes, and actually it turns out to be about 35 minutes right now, we remediate the problem for the health system, so we don't just send them homework, we actually fix the problem for them. And that keeps lateral movement from happening, which means if a tree crawls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? According to business and clinical and research operators, it's like nothing ever happened. You can do that over and over again. That's what CrowdStrike really is all about. So is that a fully managed solution? It's a fully managed solution. So people know CrowdStrike mostly for endpoint detection and response capabilities. We have a ton of other capabilities, including this services capability called Falcon Complete. The Falcon Complete extends to other capabilities we have on the platform. Todd, you can talk about those. Yeah, I mean, one of the, my favorites is identity. That was like one of the next ways we extended our MDR or our complete platform is into the identity service because most organizations are really struggling with their AD. 
especially you know healthcare. They've got they got traveling nurses. They've got students. They've got all these IDs that are needed. Vision, deeper vision, hopefully deeper vision when they're not being used, and sometimes they're not. So, and service accounts are a big challenge as well. So, having identity, having like us, not just only alerting you on when an account is going off the rails or doing something really unnormal or, or something that's very unhygienic, then you can actually manage it for you and actually react and you know, some MFA or some responses and some accounts that are being used in all these Here's where you two things are there which are critical. One is, I can't find your stats. Right? I, just, I just can't find them. And, and you're also bringing the expertise and the tool sets to bear. And so I like the big solutions. I like the identity aspect of it as well, because that's an area that requires constant vigilance. It's like, yeah, oh, we opened up that service again. Have we ever closed that service again? All right. Right, and, and we find service accounts. I mean, what we do, one of the things we do right now with health systems is something called an active directory risk assessment. And you can call us, we'll come and do it for no charge, right, Todd? And we'll, we'll come in and do an active directory risk assessment. We'll give you a ton of information about what's happening with active directory right now. One of the things we see over and over again is that we have those service accounts that passwords haven't been changed on for like five years or 10 years, and sometimes, Legitimately, health systems are afraid to change the passwords for those service accounts because they were created by people two administrators ago, and they don't know exactly what they do, so they're afraid that if they change the password, it'll break something. If it breaks something, then, you know, all... Break it automatically. I mean, it's really But from a resiliency standpoint, you're not, like, backing that kind of stuff up. You're not backing up active directory or creating it. Correct. Correct, correct. I mean, for us, we're protecting it in real time, so ultimately it doesn't become a core epicenter of a breach. So we're, we're, we're doing our best to stop the breach before it starts, or to stop it when it's so tiny it really doesn't even need to be used. 110.60. 110.60. And stop 35. As I think about this, there's a couple things. One is the crowd aspect, the crowd structures. So, if I'm a part of that, I benefit from all these other organizations. How do I benefit? Yeah, the, the crowd part is actually really huge. When you think about CrowdStrike as a company, if there are 25,000 customers around the world, all of those endpoint detection sensors that we deploy across healthcare organizations, we deploy across all those customers. So literally, there's hundreds of millions of sensors that are sending trillions of feeds into ThreatGraph, which is sort of the, the basis of our machine learning artificial intelligence. And so we're looking at that all the time. This is part of the block, the detection that happens with that limit. We're looking for tons and tons and tons of patterns of behavior and activity, things that we see that happen in a particular order. When we see that, we investigate, right? And when we investigate, we find a problem and we fix it, the machine learning algorithm learns from that. So everybody in the CrowdStrike family gets communicated. As soon as we find a thing that fix it somewhere else in the world, everybody in the family gets immunity from that happening. We'll get back to our show in just a minute. I am excited about our webinars this year. They have been going very well. What I've done is I've gone out and talked to people in the community and said, what works in webinars? And they came back and said, look, this is what we want. We want a webinar 
that is not product centric. It's really focused in on the problems of healthcare, and we want people on there that are actually solving those problems. And so we have done that, and the response has been fantastic this year. We have another webinar coming up. It is the future of care spaces. Where care is being delivered is changing rapidly. Even the care spaces within the hospital themselves are changing. Technology is being added and different types of technology, AI, obviously, computer vision and whatnot is changing that modality as well as what's going on in the home and whatnot. So we're gonna have that webinar on June 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We usually have it on the first Thursday, happens to be a little too close to my anniversary. So we're gonna do June 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time, Future of Care Spaces. We would love to have you be a part of it. If you are interested in being there, go ahead and hit our website, top right-hand corner, we have a card. You can click on that card and go ahead and fill out the form and get registered today. We would love to have you join us. We look forward to seeing you there. Now back to our show. What's the conversation that you're having right now with systems that is a, is a problem that you feel like CrowdStrike has to be So a lot of it is just staff turnover, if nothing else. Like I had a guy, I, I was CrowdStrike's first healthcare customer. I had a guy that got in and learned the console and he got really passionate about it. And he, he went and he took, I got threat hunting certified, you know, and I thought, this is great. I, I'm building this team. And so what happens when your security like, team gets <laughs> So they leave, you know, and they go on and they, and they find greener pastures somewhere else. And so we take that burden off of the CISOs. And we, we just basically take our team of threat hunters. It's gonna watch their environment 24 by seven by 365. So really, it's a step up by not having to staff that around the clock and then let CrowdStrike's threat hunters just protect you, guarantee you all that The other really interesting thing that we see when it comes to staffing is I was meeting with a big healthcare customer this morning. They're talking about the merger process that they're going through right now. And that sucked all the air out of the room for the IT department and the security team to get ready to do this merger or to think through the early stages of this merger. This stuff happens to us, you know, as a recovering CIO, this stuff happens to us all the time. We'd love to think that our team is there doing good standard work all the time around security or around IT operations or whatever the case may be, but they do their daytime job and then they get vacuumed out into projects all the time, which causes sometimes their daytime job to suffer. Cybersecurity, just not a daytime job that can suffer or take a few days off from you. It's just not that kind of environment. But the MA aspect is interesting because the last thing I did as a CIO was playing one of the larger integrations in the industry at that time. Now there's been larger ones since. But we were looking at that and we were the smaller entities. The larger entities, my team just looked at me and said, I don't want to connect with like we're looking at we're having conversations for having we don't like their security problem. Like how does a crowd strike commit to an MA situation to ensure that you don't take your posture down a notch when you're connecting it to you? Yeah, do you want to talk about some of the services work we do? Yeah, so I mean, we, we can do that as a service, a, an M&A kind of assessment service for you, but also we have this cool new product that's called Falcon Service that basically looks from the outside in. You could give this M&A 
you know, organization. One of those giant like security questionnaires that everyone's struggling with right now for cyber insurance, right? And and then have them fill it all out, and then you'd have to have somebody assess them. Or you could just take our our Falcon Surface product, point it at their perimeter. And then don't fill out that form for you. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. It, it gives you it gives you a lot of insight into how you look from adversaries from the outside, right? From the, outside, from the military yeah. perspective, retired Air Force guy. But in my head, the way the analogy I use, the way I think about it, is that if you deploy, you set up a perimeter to defend yourself and defend your base. Sometime after midnight, you're going to send a couple of folks outside of that fence, a thousand yards, to look back at that fence and see where there's problems, where you think you're protected, but you're really not. Service really does that from a cybersecurity perspective. It lets you know these are the things facing the internet. Here's ports that are open that you didn't know about. Here's other situations that you didn't know about, all of which lets people remediate or understand better about what's happening with a partner that they may be integrated with. Uh, to put them in a better cybersecurity position. Yeah. Okay, so you're in the cybersecurity area. The pavilion. Yeah, they've sectioned you guys off. There, yeah. There's a perimeter over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't say but only the good, only the good guys get it. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting partners around here. A lot of interesting solutions. For so sure. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Thank Scott. you. Yeah. Rex, as Thanks always. For us. Thank you. Good to see you. Another great interview. I want to thank everybody who spent time with us at the conference. I love hearing from people on the front lines, and it's phenomenal that they've taken the time to share their wisdom and experience with the community. It is greatly appreciated. We want to thank our partners, CDW, Rubric, Sectra, and Trellix, who invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.